I've had the fortune of meeting a lot of you guys at B2B SaaS conferences all around the world. And one of my favorites is coming up in New York City, June 4th to 5th. That is SaaStock East Coast. Now, it's my favorite, and I can say that because I'm getting asked to speak at almost every major SaaS conference because my data set is so large. Nobody has anything like it. And the reason SaaStock is my favorite is because it's the most curated. It's a large group of extremely intelligent individuals. In fact, many CEOs I've had on the show will be at SaaS Stock East Coast on June 4th through 5th in New York, including many you guys have heard of, like Rajit Thomas, CEO and founder of Sprinkler, Daniel, CEO of Greenhouse, and Stacey Bishop, partner at Scale Venture Partners. So I hope to see you guys there. If you decide to come, I will get coffee with you and I can get you guys a great discount, I think, as well. You can check it out at this link, nathanlacka.com forward slash East. SAS, S-A-A-S-T-O-C-K, East. And then use code LATKA-20 to get a 20% discount. That's L-A-T-K-A hyphen two zero. L-A-T-K-A hyphen two zero. And then shoot me a text if you decide to come so we can get coffee, 703-431-2709. I hope to see you guys there. Focus on relationships. They do pay off in the long run. Founded Limelight back a couple years ago, call it 2014. Now has over 300 customers paying on average 1400 bucks per month. So say 420 grand per month in pure SaaS revenue. That's 5 million per year. That's about 40% of their total revenue. They raised 11 million bucks to drive that growth. Uh, really incredible growth year over year so far. Super sticky, less than 3% gross logo churn, churn per year. Payback periods less than 12 months with a team of 100 people based off all kinds of remote locations all around the place. Again, trying to make insurance uh, and SureTech specifically uh, much easier so that these benefits can be quoted, sold, and renewed more officially. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Jason Andrew. He re- is recognized the early trend for InsureTech back in 2013. He co-founded Limelight Health to deliver better data integration and sales efficiency for insurance carriers, PEOs, brokers, and others in the employee benefits ecosystem. Limelight's award-winning technology quote pad aims to transform the way health insurance and employee benefits are quoted, sold, and renewed. Jason, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. Thanks for taking right. time. You bet. All right. What's the business model on this thing? Is it pure play SaaS? It's both. We've got uh, some services and some SaaS revenue. So if you think of Guidewire software or iPipeline uh, in the insurance industry, we do both. Um, but it's, it's a SaaS model. Over the last 12 months, what percentage of revenue was SaaS first professional service? We're at 60-40 right now. So 60% uh, 60, uh, is service and 40% is reven- uh, recurring. That's increasing you know, every month. So you're trying to drive more SaaS yeah, I think the way that if we look at kind of some of our, um, you know, companies that we look to aspire to be like uh, down the road, they're probably the reverse. They're probably uh, 60 SaaS and 40 uh, services. And that's the way this industry really works for bigger companies. And we, we're trending in that direction. Yeah. All right. Tell us about the company. Uh, what do you guys do? And, um, and then we'll 
dive into your customer base? So in the employee benefits industry, you think about 96% of all businesses in the country have less than 50 employees. That's probably the most fragmented business. And, and typically about 80% of that business is driven by a broker selling to an employer. Mm-hmm. And it's extremely fragmented. You have a lot of legacy systems. Um, it's all done in Excel, email. So Limelight's built a platform that helps an underwriter and a carrier work with a sales executive who's working with a broker to get to you as the employer, uh, health, dental, vision, life, disability, insurance coverage. Yep. Okay. And, and in terms of the, the, just the SaaS side of this business model, what's the, would you say the average customer is paying you per month? So we have two different verticals. And so it, uh, it depends if in our, in our broker channel, uh, they're paying about, uh, $1,800 per month, uh, roughly, uh, if it's just one license, it's about a hundred dollars a month. Uh, but typically we've got multiple users there, uh, in our enterprise deployments, uh, it's closer between 80 to a hundred thousand dollars a month. Okay. Got it. And those enterprise deployments, how are they different than just like, when would a sole broker sign up versus a whole enterprise? Uh, so we started actually selling directly to uh, kind of independent regional brokers and so forth. And that's uh, a part of our business that we still have folks that are using. They sign up. Uh, we've got a smaller team that is working with them. And so we have them sign up on a pretty much ongoing basis, kind of off the shelf, but most of our focus is on our enterprise uh, business. And uh, those are longer sales cycles and, uh, you know, somewhere between 12 and 16 months in terms of sales cycle. Help me understand how you're doing this. So team kind of makeup today, what size is the team and how many focused on inside sales? Uh, only two are on inside sales and everybody else focused on the enterprise. So we're, and, and we're scaling that team. We'll be building more. So we've kind of got, um, partners that help out, whether that's um, someone like a Salesforce or sales integrators, uh, folks that are like uh, Deloitte, Ernst Young, and so forth. Uh, so we've got a whole bunch of partners that work with us, but uh, our, our enterprise sales team is, is where we're building that out. Yeah, and what's total team size look like? Oh, we've got eight, 10 people on the sales team, two on inside sales, the rest are all on enterprise. Sorry, the, like the total team, including engineering, everything? Oh, uh, we've got about 100 people today. Okay, 100 folks, call it 10 to 12 on sales, inside sales, something like that. And put all this on a timeline for me. When did you launch the company? Yeah, we started in February of 2014. So we're four years into it. Bootstrapped or have you raised? We've done uh, three rounds of funding and we're getting ready to raise another round. So we, uh, we did a Series B, about $7 million last uh, last year towards the beginning of 2017. And how much in the company to date so far? Uh, just shy of $11 million. 11. Is that all equity or is there debt built in? Uh, we did about one and a half in, in, uh, in, in a debt round, uh, sorry, two, two million in a debt round in 2015. The rest is equity. Okay. And walk me through why you're raising today. What are you going to use the money for? Uh, growth and expansion. So we think we've got a lead in the market. We think that, that the folks that have been uh, buying and signing on, uh, you're getting a lot of traction. And so we think we can really be the dominant player for what we're doing in the industry. Mm-hmm. Will that go towards like engineering though, or more salespeople? Uh, a lot of it's going to go towards uh, continuing to develop out our product to make it more uh, uh, easily integratable and extendable for our partners to grow. And in an ideal world, how much do you raise in this round, you think? What are you targeting? About $30 million. 30. And when you look at kind of valuations in the marketplace, what would just... Give me, give me a, a like above the rainbow scenario, a valuation that you'd be thrilled to get. I look, I mean, somewhere between uh, on the low end, 50 and the high end, 100 million. So, you know, if you talk about rainbow, 100 million. Yep. So, so would you, if someone gave you an offer for 30 million out of 50 pre, I mean, you're basically selling, you know, 35% of the company, you would, you would consider that? Uh, if it's the right partner, uh, again, that'd be on the low end. Yeah. Uh, no. So interesting. Um, as you jump kind of into the market and start kind of getting, you know, demand for the, for this round, how are you doing that? Do you start with your inside folks that have already invested? And at what point do you start inviting outside folks in? 
Yeah, and look, let me just really make a comment on your question there, right? So, uh, I mean, I do think valuations are important, but I think you, you and I both know that many companies have focused so much on the valuation. No, no, by the way, just to be clear, I don't, want, I, just, I don't want you to put words in my mouth. I don't yeah. think valuation is just one data point. I've seen yeah, people yeah. get killed on valuation because the terms are shit. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So somewhere between that range in that sense. So, uh, sorry. I, so the question there in terms of the sales team and, and the growth, say it again. Yeah. So no, I was just curious as you think about raising this round, you start with people who've already put money up, see if they have interest, you know, what does the process look like for you? you're going to San Fran, you line up meetings over a week. Like what's it look like? Yeah, no, we're, we've, we, you know, one of the things that we've seen, I mean, you know, building relationships has been important. So we've, we've had a number of folks that have been following the business for the last couple of years. We've stayed in touch and said, Hey, when you get to X, Y, Z milestones, we'd be very interested. So our first thing was to go to those folks, uh, you know, less than a dozen that we've already had relations with and said, look, when you get to this stage, we're very interested. And so that's where we started. Yep. And how many customers have you scaled to today? So right now in our broker channel, we've got about 300 different independent uh, and regional national brokerage firms. Six of the top 10 in the U.S. are using Limelight. And then on the enterprise side, we've got uh, five big, uh, really well-known customers. Okay. So can I, I mean, so if I take 300 brokers, just the broker side of the business times 1800 bucks, that puts you at about 540 grand per month in revenue. Is that generally accurate? Or are you way bigger than that? Yeah, we're way bigger than that. Okay. Where are you generally right now in terms of ARR run rate? Uh, right now with all the bookings for ARR, uh, sorry, with MRR, we're doing about 420,000 a month. Okay. And, and just to be clear, that's just the 40% that is pure SaaS. Uh, that's correct. Okay. Got it. Very cool. How do you now layer on the professional services side? Where do you layer that on? What do you mean in terms of where do you layer it on? So is it an onboarding fee, right? That's, that's, you know, 50% of the first year ACV and you use that to drive, you know, stickiness and retention. Yeah, well, you know, look, the, the insurance industry has is, is got all kinds of legacy systems and all kinds of points where you need to connect to. So in every implementation, we're either connecting to uh, or via API or we're connecting into an existing system or we're doing a, a, a configuration to a Salesforce or an existing uh, player. So we've done a lot of those type of connections. So that's some of it. It's the setup and the configuration of our product. Okay. And if you're at, back to the SaaS side, if you're at 420 grand today per month, give me a general sense of growth of just the SaaS side. Cause I think it's growing faster than the services side. Where were you a year ago on that, on that model? So uh, January of 2017, we were at 50,000. January of this year, we were at 200,000. As of July, we were at 400,000. Okay. That's great. So really healthy growth. And has that just been from cross selling to your kind of other accounts that used to be just professional services? All new customer acquisition growth. All new customer. Okay. So where are you spending money to acquire these new customers? Um, we've done very little in marketing so far. I think that the company's done a good job. The team's done a good job in branding and, and getting us out there. We just won the red herring, you know, top hundred companies in North America. We've done a bunch of stuff like that. We've put very little into actual marketing spend. It's all been in, in staff and, and field marketing. So we do a lot of events, spend a lot of time. Um, it's, it's a pretty small industry. So we spend a lot of time, uh, focusing on our, on where, going where our customers are. Do you back into it? Do you back into CAC? What are you willing to spend to acquire one of these customers? Yeah, we're looking at that right now. I mean, I, in terms of kind of what that is, it's um, we're we're drilling down on those numbers. But I wouldn't yeah. be able to tell you today, like we know exactly, you know, what those are. So yeah, what about payback period? Again, if you sign one of these guys up, paying you fourteen hundred bucks per month, how quickly do you like to get paid back? Like under twelve months, twenty four months, yeah. six months? Yeah, with the, with the the regionals and independents, it's definitely within twelve months. Twelve months. Do you require upfront payment or no? On some of our customers, it depends upon on, on on the enterprise deals. Yes, on the smaller ones, we uh, have some that prepay uh, two years. Most of our contracts overall are three year contracts on the enterprise side, and on just the the broker regional side, they're twelve or twenty four months. And some of those prepay for a couple of years. Churn's critical in this business. What's your churn, and how do you think about it? 
really low. Uh, it's pretty sticky. We, we build uh, on both sides. So it's, you know, probably around less than 3% on the broker side. We have some churn there but on the really smaller deals. On the enterprise side, we've had zero churn today. And again, you know, we've been in production for about two and a half years. So we'll see how that trends. But uh, it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty sticky business, Jason. That's less than three percent of what is that gross you know revenue or gross logo? Yeah, of of a logo. And again, so if you think about the, you know three hundred brokers or whatnot, um, we might lose you know fifteen a year, but we, we're going to gain a whole bunch more. Sure. So, and and those are um, so in terms of actual you know bigger customer logos, we haven't lost any in terms of kind of the the regional independent brokers. We have some that that come and go in that sense, but it's a, a really small portion of our revenue. Yep. So just to be clear, it's three percent gross logo churn per month or per year. Per year. Per year. I mean, yeah. Okay. That's. I mean, basically nothing there. So that's great. Makes me think you're not charging enough. Well, that's, that's a possibility. So we're looking at everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Very good. And the team of a hundred. Where's everybody based? We're actually a very uh, dispersed team. I know, uh, you know, we, we've looked at companies like Zapier. We love their model and kind of how they've done it. So we're not, we haven't gone all in to kind of say, hey, we're going to pay you to move out of San Francisco. But we've got an office in Redding, California, one in Des Moines, Iowa, and uh, here in San Francisco. But out of that, uh, 60 people are all over the globe. So we're a pretty dispersed team. Very remote. Uh, last question before we wrap up. You mentioned 50 million would be kind of the lower end valuation to be looking at. If someone came in today and offered you exactly that 50 million to buy the whole company, would you sell? Are you making me an offer? No, I'm curious though. <laughs> Um, look, I mean, if someone came in, it was the right person. Uh, we, we'd probably take a look at, uh, everything, right? Never hurts to have a conversation. Yep. There you have it. Jason, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Favorite business book. I just read shoe dog uh, by Phil Knight. My wife recommended it. And uh, that was just recently. I loved how transparent, uh, he was about the struggles of scaling a business. It was amazing. So I think that's probably my, uh, one of my top books right now. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying currently? A CEO I'm following or studying currently? Uh, always fascinated by just because I'm here by proximity, uh, just kind of the, the pros and cons of everything that's going on with Elon Musk and all that he can do. Very yep. fast. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business? Favorite online tool for building our business? Uh, probably it has to be Slack. I mean, that's uh, we, we live and breathe there. So when they're down, we're part of the noise, right? Yep. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, I get about six on average. Okay. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids? Been married for 20 years, have three kids. Wow. And how old are you, Jason? How old am I? I'm like only 22, man. We started young. I'm 45, 45. Well, so. 45. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Uh, I wish my 20-year-old self uh, knew how to think about contracts and relationships a lot more than my 45-year-old self does. Guys, there you have it. Focus on relationships. They do pay off in the long run. Founded Limelight back a couple years ago, call it 2014. Now has over 300 customers paying on average 1400 bucks per month. So say 420 grand per month in pure SaaS revenue. That's 5 million per year. That's about 40% of their total revenue. They raised 11 million bucks to drive that growth. Uh, really incredible growth year over year so far. Super sticky, less than 3% gross logo churn, churn per year. Payback periods less than 12 months with our team of 100 people based off all kinds of remote locations all around the place. Again, trying to make insurance uh, and SureTech specifically uh, much easier so that these benefits can be quoted, sold, and renewed more efficiently. Jason, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Nathan, thank you. Appreciate it.